All right, so when last we left our adventuring party, you guys were headed into the deeper jungle areas of Swan Grove here, um, heading following a path, as you guys had all noticed, uh, kind of going into the trees. Um, it looks like this path had been used somewhat recently in heading into the deeper jungle. It kind of heads towards the southwest here, sort of towards the direction of the ancient temple, but certainly not towards the island area where you guys all had seen the boats and the dock and such. So that's where we had left off. Um, and as you guys kind of get into that darker area, what you guys have established your marching order. And so what I'm going to ask you guys to do now as we kind of get in here, is to roll me one last or one one last vigilance check as you kind of make your way through this section of the jungle. Wait, okay. So didn't I sneak ahead and didn't I see figures? Oh, that's right. Yes. And that's, yeah. Yes, you did. So you successfully rolled to be sneaky. Yes. I did. It was very sneaky. So do you want me to roll him a vigilance check, Kay, or... He's seen them, so he doesn't necessarily have to roll it, but uh, the rest of you should definitely take a look around to see what you can see. And I'm successfully hidden, more importantly. Yes. Forgot the purple dice? Uh, it's okay when you're rolling vigilance <laughs> no. like this. You don't have to have a purple. Two successes and one advantage for Ehrlich. All right. Wow. Uh, yes, because there's so much to see when the foliage is over your head. <laughs> Two successes, three advantages. All right. Sybil? I had that right, right? Yes. It's just those two, right? Yep. All right. Look at all the trees. <laughs> all right. So you guys have pretty good spotting. So up in front, Alistair, um, you saw two individuals. They were making what appears to be some type of uh, hanging trap in the sense that it kind of suspends between two trees and then is connected down to some tripwires across the path ahead. Um there are several of these mechanisms that all kind of connect to this one, we'll call it control tree almost, where they have additional, what appears to be like little spots where they can cut to force the traps to fire. So almost like a little control station. Um, the rest of you who are walking kind of behind, you know, you're a bit back from Alistair, you notice those trip wires on the ground. Uh, you're obviously a little bit farther back, but you can definitely see how they have set them up across the paths and know that they are there. Ehrlich would grunt um, and kind of 
tap his staff, which is his indication to Brutus to like stop. He doesn't want the dog sprinting into a tripwire. Can Alistair hear the individuals making any noise? Uh, you like, could they if they speaking? were if they were talking. They would. You could definitely hear them. Yes, they are currently just busy about their work. All right. Well, using my my current stupid levels of stealth, uh, I I want to try to make it to this master tree in question. All right. And and kind of just get the the heads up on these guys. All right. So you kind of work your way through the foliage. It's very very dense. You're you're you guys are now in the jungle proper, and because of that, like the foliage is very thick. So you have to you're very careful. You, you're able to get there, sneak up to kind of like the base of the master tree. You see that there's a rope ladder that leads up to their main platform, um, which is about thirty feet up in the air is where their main platform is on this tree. The tree itself is massive. Um, the tr- all the trees in this jungle are easily over 100 foot. There's a lot of them. Uh, it's a very thick canopy. Um, so, yeah. Okay. So, uh, I, I proceed to hide at the base of the tree. All right. Ehrlich would look back to uh, Yatiru and Sybil and Chukort and just kind of motion to the tripwires like, you know, hey, see that? Yatiru would nod and move aside to try to direct the party around the tripwire. It's probably better to leave it undisturbed so there's no evidence of our passage beyond a slight rustling of the leaves. I feel like Chukorg would intentionally do something with the tripwire. <laughs> we'll say uh, Chukorg and BLT Bot have kind of uh, sidled off on their own for a little bit. They're kind of behind the party for a ways. Um, so that, that, that very well may happen, but I th- we'll say that they're kind of lagging behind right now. Or lost. Or lost, one of those two. <laughs> They're very, very difficult to uh, distinguish for those two. Okay. Uh, does anything else happen with these NP- the, the two characters? Uh, currently, they're just finishing up. They're they're do, obviously doing some checks, um, so they're finishing up, and they're you see them. They're just kind of checking all of the mechanisms and everything. This is probably routine maintenance you would expect. All right, Alistair's gonna try to now climb up this tree, not using the ladder necessarily, but kind of using the opposite side, which would I I guess would be facing away from these guys, right? That would make sense. Yep, and. Uh, He's gonna use his his because he has those those special gauntlets now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're particularly sharp at the tips, so he's using that to climb the tree as as quietly as he can. All right, why don't you give me an athletics? Ash. His athletics is four green. 
versus two purple, please. And I'll give you a boost die because you're very stealthy. I am the most sneaky of lizards. All right, if somebody could do me the honors. Did I pick that up? It's... You picked up a single one, yes. <laughs> okay. All right, and release. Three successes and two advantages. Okay, so... Um... I'm going to say that I managed to do this, again, very incredibly stealthily, so these things can't even hear me going up. But in the process, um, I'm, I'm rigging and kind of like snipping some of the... I'm going to spend my advantages to just kind of make it so like the, that ladder's integrity is now in question, but not in a <laughs> way that's like obvious, right? Not No obvious saboteur was involved, but... Uh, like just there's just like a couple of structural integrities along the way up, and like the plank is kind of busted in the middle, and then one of the sides of the rope is kind of broken as as a tether. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And All right. I, yeah. I, I position myself where where the master trap mechanisms are. All right. So you're coming up. You're kind of coming over the platform behind them, as it were. Right. So. They're kind of looking away, so you want to be like right next to where all the the signals, the, all the uh, levers and such are. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right, so you're basically right on them then. Sure, like right underneath them. All right. What are the rest of you doing? You see, Alistair is trying to climb up the tree. You guys are navigating around the trip wires. Ehrlich would kind of look up the pathways. Um, does this road just continue straight on into the jungle, or could it, or does it diverge up north, or is there a fork? Can he see? Yeah, it's it's kind of very windy. Um, it, it had been cut through, obviously, a lot of the heavy, dense foliage, so they, they weren't particularly concerned about going straight it was more of like what can i do easily and get through this jungle so there's a lot of bends and curves to it so you can see you know a couple probably a hundred yards um well not 100 yards probably closer to 50 yards or so and then you get a hard like hard bends and that sort of thing back and forth through the area so he would kind of fall back a little bit towards uh yuturu and sybil and he tried to speak quietly, but we need to head north. We need to head towards the village. We need to check on that before anything else. Would you agree? Yes. Okay, seeing seeing the other party members speak off in the distance and afraid that it's going to alarm these two individuals, Alistair is going We're to being attempt quiet. to... Alistair's going to attempt to knock them out by bonking their heads together. All right. An attack it is. Uh, okay. Also, Murphy, get in here. You're needed. I'm here. Yeah, if this roll doesn't go well, we're going to need you. 
was thinking more he could go and like chop half the jungle himself. The glorious murder bot is his calling. Okay, what do I roll for him? Uh, one yellow, three greens versus two purples. Also, Murphy, in case you didn't see it, Irv may not be here tonight. So you could try to cover for Two successes and two advantages on the kabonk action. All right. They are kabonked. (laughs) They are kabonked. You see them knock their heads together and go, and then kind of fall onto the platform. Who did we just knock out? Nobody bothered to heavily investigate them and ask about their appearance. So we don't know. Hold hold on. They're they're very likely, like, two guys that they're in charge of public works for this sector of the jungle. Right. So, anyways, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna tie them up and then kind of like lower them down the tree very gingerly. I would like to skin one of them and wear his like. No, no, (laughs) you're not even nearby. You're lost in the forest. Damn it! (laughs) We can sneak in. I want to wear his skin as a disguise. Shoddily put it over my stumpy robot frame. Let's investigate these people first. Really watch. Jesus Christ. So, see, and and then hold on. Are there any personal effects that I can kind of rummage through using my advantages here? Yeah, they've got um, one of them has a sword and shield. The other one has just a, a bow made out of some of the wood from the forest. And they also have <laughs> little food packs on them, as well as uh, just little doodads, trinkets. One of them has a little like carved bird. Uh, he's obviously whittling on. The other one has a small pan flute. All right. So, but there's nothing like terribly identifying. Nothing like a like a little journal or a scroll or something that would indicate whether or not we speak a common language. No, no. So, BLT bot, you uh, enter the picture, having been lost with Chukorg in the woods. Uh, you guys can see BLT bot just kind of walking down the pathway to now where he sees Alistair by the base of this tree. I'm going to skin one of these guys and wear him like a suit. Do you guys wish to intervene before he uh, gets to I'm going to use a story point to do it. (laughs) We haven't even investigated their locals or not. Skin one of them, Troy. You can live a perfectly normal life skinned. No, not in the jungle. Because of all the biting insects and other horrible things. And before you say it, before you say it, that weird horror movie we watched like three weeks ago (laughs) is not an example of how you can live without skin. No, no. (laughs) Fine. In the fucking Malaysian jungles, he was fine. All right, hold on, hold on. I I would like to see that I see I see BLT bot approaching without the rest of the party and. I want to roll for like suspicion or some shit. So well, see if I can kind of inherit, interpret his intent. That would be very difficult at this range. He is just about to the tripwires. So that's why I'm giving you guys a chance to kind of narrate this because he's about to th- go through the tripwires. And I'll le- use a leadership gonna, roll to convince them that this is a good idea. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to activate one of the levers to try to see if I can capture BLT bot. Sybil is just going to stand back and let you <laughs> idiots go into destruction. Cause I'm going I'm to kick it with my heel and see if it activates. 
All right, I'm going to ask you, um, BLT bot, to give me a, a cool roll, which is two green for you. <laughs> and versus two purple, we're going to see... We're gonna see how uh, how you react to a trap going off right in front of you. Am I cool, roll? Yep. So two green. One success and a threat. All right. So you hear uh, a push as a net kind of drops from the sky. It's also followed up by a swinging log, almost Ewok style, coming at your level. <laughs> How do you react to this? I will uh, try to hold my halberd like perfectly down the middle of it so it splits it. Nice. All right, you hear a loud uh, splitting of wood hitting the halberd at an immense speed, and then you hear the wood fly off and smack into a whole bunch of trees, um, splintering around where the halberd kind of cut through. Uh, and at this point, uh, you guys all see BLT bot and uh, BLT well, bot. Wait, he has a threat, right? Yep, I just so, used it. Ah. Um, so the re- you guys all see BLT bot. There's a, there's two or three more tripwires you can now see, uh, in front of you, BLT bot, between you and the tree where these people are at. I was going to say, I was, I, I wanted to invest the threat in just kicking another trap as quickly as I can, seeing that this one was about to fail. Oh, I <laughs> used that threat for other purposes. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> ah, BLT, it's good oh, that God. the trap did not hear you. Now come. Everything else smells the ration, the food rations that these two prisoners had on them and starts charging past me, hitting all the tripwires. <laughs> oh boy. Alright. That poor fucking dog. Uh, what is Chukorg's uh, <laughs> cools? <laughs> Chukorg's cool is one yellow and two green. All right. I'm skinning one of them boys. Three successes and three threats. Holy cow. It's two threats. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. So uh, this is a Woody Tunes level, like, getting through the traps? Yes. Yes. Like runner. Mr. Magoo. Several more of these wood traps filter through. Several more nets fly. You see him kind of roll over a pit trap uh, that is in the ground. All the things are going off, and somehow, miraculously, he doesn't actually fall into or get hit by any of them. He's incredibly dexterous for some reason, and he makes it up to the tree uh, and kind of looks at down at the people... Smells good. Sybil, seeing all of this going on, 
immediately steps back from the group and decides that she's going to calmly and very quietly just take a nap against a tree. Ehrlich would likewise just like sit down and play with his dog for a few minutes while this happens. The skinning happens. Hold on, so, you gotta convince Yutiru to get away with that, all right? <laughs> you may have burned a story token, but you've got a final <laughs> obstacle here. You guys are all up at the, or those who wish to be, are up at the now at the master control tree. I, I, I have assumed Ehrlich is like a hundred meters back, observing this from afar and just shaking his head as like something happens over there. He knows BLT and Chute Quarter involved, and that's enough. It's just something over there. I'm going to let it happen. And then when it's all said and done, we'll just move on with our lives. So he is not privy to any skinning or anything else. So he's just going to play with Brutus a little bit. So he throws a ball for him. Sybil does the same damn thing, but she's going to sit and take What do I have to roll to skin him successfully so he can live a long, healthy, skinless life in the jungle? As a local legend, heal his skin back after you do it, and that you're just making more work for me. He this is provided this. he doesn't wake up while you're skinning him because he's, he's only knocked out from being bonked together with the other guy. Legend that the villagers will talk about for years to come. He might not even be a villager. Kate, this isn't a Malaysian your... island. It is now. I think we'll start with this. First, we had to figure out because okay, so you're starting to walk up to this person. There are several people there. If you take out your knife or your halberd to start skidding, there are going to be probably some pretty interesting uh, conversations that are going to happen before that happens. So, <laughs> if you're just going to go go into it, uh, Alistair, Troik, or Alistair, so these are the guys, right? He just knocked unconscious. Al- yep. Al- Alistair, Alistair would would very desperately either like to do one of two things. Whichever one seems more probable given his current stance. He would like to tug on the rope that he was lowering these these assholes down on and pull them back up as quickly as he can. Or he would like to just drop it in abandoned ship and go and roll into a stealth check. <laughs> I would pull them back up. You've got the strength for it. Well, I don't I don't know which one. All right, so BLT, you're coming in with the halberd to start the skinning. <laughs> Alistair pulls uh, pulls him up. It's kind of like one of those pinata games. Uh, Yuturu, how do you want to? Uh, I want to freaking investigate these two people. Do they look native? <laughs> Who are they? What races are they? What are all the little details here that we can gain by simply freaking looking at them? Are they the shopkeeps we ran off at the beginning of the game? We don't know because nobody looked. <laughs> All right, okay, so what do I need to roll to make actual perception happen here? Well, you can the see... seeing. You can see that both of these are elves. They both appear to be wearing a mishmash of leather armor and some type of probably weaved, uh, like, large palm branches that are kind of put together. So it's definitely probably some type of native or somebody who's been here a while based on the fact Polynesian. that they have made their clothes... And they used a bow made out of the local wildlife or fauna. Well, these could be like Survivor Man people. That's why I want to check first. So Um, is there sword and shield like, and the bow, is that visible from where I am there? The forest floor? Yeah. Or would I have to go up? Nope. Uh, They they probably, at least one of, at least the sword was probably in the scabbard. So it's probably kind of 
sitting on his side, and then the bow would have been strung across his back. So that they're both dangling as Alistair is holding them with their... What does the shield connected. look like? The shield has a sunburst flame on the front of it. It's made out of wood, so it's not like a particularly amazing shield. It, um, it's also made out of wood, but it's been reinforced on the outside with some type of leather straps. All right, this is enough for me. Skin and time. I'm not boys. worried about them being... Now, you still got to make a reason for skinning unless you're not going to bother talking. Yeah, two ways time, of going boys. about this. Wait, what do I need to prove to you that this is a good idea to skin them? That, or you could use your story token there to be like, oh, maybe Tyr needs to go I'm off and figure use... out where the fuck they are. And then you should going to skin him and, you. and wear it as a disguise to walk into the village. I know. And say, hey, everybody, it's your old friend Jim. Uh, um, <laughs> this flappy elf skin hanging off of me. But... So he, you come up to start skinning him. Uh, obviously now, Yuturu and Alistair, you guys have visibility into what he is going to start doing here momentarily. I was going to have Yuturu head off right before then. Okay. You so, can help. Yeah. Using oh. his teleport magic, Yuturu would like to go to the top of the tree. So he's small enough to sit on the branches so we could actually try to see where their tree is relative to the temple, the village's direction, the port's direction. I'm going to make a distinction here because I'm assuming there's a native village independent of the port. So, all right, to the top, out of the way to see what's going on. Got your opening. Alistair grumbles at the... Alistair grumbles at Etero, take them to the village! <laughs> I'm going to skin the one guy, and then, while I'm wearing his skin, I will smack the other guy until he wakes up, and then I'll pretend to be his friend, so he will tell me all of their secrets. They're not in reach of you, Murphy. <laughs> what? All right. He, you're playing a pinata game, like I mentioned with Alistair. Uh, he's kind of pulling the pulling the people up and down. So as you get as you start your action, you guys are kind of playing the pinata game. Um, so Alistair, BLT bot's going to have a chance to do this. You're going to you can talk, try to talk him out of it if you want to, or do something else with the people. But I'm trying to get Etiru to listen to me to teleport these guys away from here, far, far away. He wouldn't know where the village was, and he is out of range. <laughs> skin and time. Just, just take them out of high Oh, sight. it's skin and time. Replace them with chipmunks or something. So, uh, VLT bot, you get up to the first one, and... Kind of, you're kind of batting as Alistair is trying to. You're kind of playing around here. The two of you, uh, you grab hold of one of them, and as you go to start your attack, uh, you see the guy's eyes bulge open as he feels the first bit of bite of your halberd, and he immediately takes his hands and claps it around the back portion of your halberd. Kind of now he's he is swinging. It's almost comical in its effect. Like he's got you've started attacking him with your halberd. He's holding onto the back of the shaft. And he's also getting pulled up and down by <laughs> Alistair. What? What? Ah! What are you doing? I'm gonna scan you. 
his eyes go even wider, uh, and he does kind of a he takes the from the shaft of your thing and kind of flips up a little bit to kind of sit on the top part of the shaft, and he's kind of holding on to the rope. No, no, no! Do not do this thing. I need your skin for a disguise, sir. So stay calm. You'll be okay. Live a perfectly normal life without skin. What is this evil butt? <laughs> I could really use some intervention, Itiru. How do you want to spend that advantage then? I rolled to see if Itiru would notice. God damn it. Alright. Um, how hard would it be to concentrate and cast a spell to dig a hole underneath BLT bot with 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 primal magic. Uh, while holding on to strength, that would be that would be tricky for sure. I, I want to try. You'd have to beat my agility. Yeah. I, I want to try desperately. All right. So let's see. That one, we're gonna check that. All right. So go ahead and for your primal magic you're using. I've. Primal magic, so three yellow. Alright, so we wanted three yellow there, Ash. And then... Uh, it's probably going to be Vigilance, I would guess, Murphy, right? Because you're, you're, you're seeing that the pit is forming underneath you. Well, how is he... Wait, how is he going to be vigilant against this if he's actively trying to flay somebody? He'll be at disadvantage, but, I mean, he'll be able to start to feel okay. the, the ground okay, okay. going out from beneath him. All right, okay. so let's go with uh, some manipulative or something like that, which is primal only. Okay, so two purple plus two black for Murphy. All right. Yeah. I think that's, that's good. Alright, my mama. I, I need some lucky rolls here. Oh, why do they look blank? <laughs> blank looks bad. One success. One success and four threats. <laughs> you got very lucky with those two black dice, so it was with you. Alright, so BLT, uh, you feel the ground starting to uh, dissipate from underneath you, so you, you may be thinking there's another trap or something going on underneath you that's starting to drop you down. Um, however, you do have there, you do have four threats. There's four threats there. So, uh, oh, I know. The person is holding on to uh, BLT bot's halberd, so as as BLT bot falls into the pit, the person who was holding onto the halberd kind of swings down and around. And now both of those two are in the pit together. <laughs> You're in here with me, boy. He, uh, his friend, uh, kind of looks and sees the situation and goes, really loud through the forest or the jungle. Right. At this point, Alistair is going to abandon hope and then, again, try to hide away from all this. So he drops the other guy. All right. So, BLTBot, you are now in a pit with two um, locals. 
Oh, they're both down here with me? Yeah, Alistair dropped the other one. So now they're both down here. Uh, They're looking at you very cautiously. Do you not know what you are? Meeny, miny, mo. Catch a elf by his toe. Skin one and wear him as a disguise. Which one's on my left? Uh, we'll say the bowman. Uh, let's start skinning. Well, all right, you're gonna have to roll to attack because they're now both. They they will definitely fight you on this. Oof. All right. Uh, what do I have to do to fight two people? Oh, you're gonna fight your. If you're gonna attack the first one, then you'll attack the first one. If you want to do both of them, it'll just be more difficult. So. Uh, uh, oof. I think I should try to re-knock unconscious the one guy. Okay. So you're gonna do sub damage. All right. So um, that's melee heavy is your halberd. Unless you're gonna try to do some kind of brawl attack on them. Well, I want to knock unconscious. I don't want to actually hurt him. All right, so brawl, so three yellow and two green versus uh, two purple if you're going to do just one of them this time or three purple if you're going to try to do both of them at the same time. Whatever. I'll do both of them. Three successes and an advantage. All right. You knock them unconscious uh, as they fall down. Uh, Let's see. One advantage you have? Yeah, one advantage. Okay. All right. So they are unconscious as you begin your activities. Uh, You guys hear uh, the rest of you as you're out and about. Yuturu, you can kind of see that you were based on where you're at. Um, you're just in the kind of in the start of the jungle here. You can see the palisade or the sails of the boat far away, but it, again, it's a pretty thick canopy. You can also see just one edge of one of the parts of the palisade. Uh, you can't. You can see also see the ancient temple, but that's you don't see any of this other stuff that's on the map. How far away does it look from here? Uh, from where you're at now, that's uh, if you were to go by the beach, that's like one, two, three hour walk. Uh, to that, uh, if you go to the temple, that's like four, twelve. Yeah, it'd be like sixteen hours. All right, so the village is very much beyond mundane teleporting range. Yes. That disappointment, Tiru will blink down from his spot, and. Behold the horror below. Uh, BLT, but as you start and the rest of the guys, as you guys are doing what you're doing, uh, you hear a crashing in the forest coming at a quick clip. Um, Sounds like multiple things, heavy crashing, almost like you'd expect like elephants to sound when they are rushing. Uh, It's not elephant. You don't hear elephant noises or anything, but like that, that level, that magnitude of the ground shaking and things Mm -hmm. coming this direction. Ehrlich would kick Sybil and you know, looking around a moment. We need to hide. Kind of motioning towards her, because Ehrlich is a a 
dwarf with a limp. He's not exactly very dexterous. Well, or like, where do you suggest we hide? We're already underneath a heavily. Hey, over here tree. in this hole. Uh, no. We're, I'm not going to the hole. We're too far away to know what's going on over there. Yeah, come on. There's plenty of room in my hole. You can't hear us. Plus, remember, <laughs> we got a dog and a sheep. There's two sheep. Goats. Oh, Goats. 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 Um. Well, don't you... What, what do you think we should do? Do you not hear this? Do you not hear this coming? Yes, so, I hear this coming. Aren't you Al- from Alistair, a forest? Don't you know how to hide in forests? Al- Al- Alistair appears out of the blue after nimbly climbing down the tree and picks up both uh, Brutus and Sybil and motions for Ehrlich to start leading the way. <laughs> Sybil procrastinates just a little bit and tells him, put me down. We can hide underneath my cloak. It camouflages in the forest. Alistair, Alistair drops Sybil, takes Brutus, and then again slink, slinks away to go hide very expertly. You're not helping! Sybil decides to leave those two behind because they're idiots and decides that she's going to hide behind the the path out of the way um, next to a well-insulated tree that she can camouflage against. Alright, Sybil, if I could have a stealth roll from you, please. So that's uh, three yellows. Three for yellows. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Ehrlich, uh, Alistair has disappeared. Sybil has just disappeared into the foliage. Ehrlich would mutter something about they can all go to hell. Remember, I'm protecting Brutus. I'm aware. (laughs) Side note, I told him that I was going to give him hell tonight. (laughs) Is, okay, is there vows of a tree high up away from all this like uh, god damn it what kind of trees are these uh so high jungle canopy style trees so you've got like the major branches that run up and out um so you can you know um the a lot of the leaves are very high up in the canopy and then there's like a kind of the middle area where there's a lot of branches and that sort of thing and they run almost connected points from point to point of the tree um and then the lower area is pretty bare Ehrlich would teleport up into the trees. He has arcana power, too. All right. So, Poof, you're in a tree. Uh, Go ahead and roll a stealth for me as you kind of hide yourself up there. Does he have advantage from being particularly out of the way? If he wishes to be particularly out of the way. 
He is trying to be very particularly out of the way. All right. If these people set traps for things on the ground, they might not care to look up at the trees. Yeah, why would they look up? That it's just trees. There aren't there aren't drop dwarves. They don't care about these things. <laughs> drop dwarves, you're adorable. We all know they're no control. This is a good advantage. You can yes, you can have a boost die for your for your troubles. Oh, really? Is your stealth one green? Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Two successes and an advantage. All right. Um. So Yuturu, uh, you and Biel, you would see these things probably first. There are massive, uh, probably seven foot long lizards running full tilt through this forest. There are a group of two elves and a dwarf and a halfling. They're coming at full speed. They appear to be in full wooden armor, and these lizards look like they are uh, saddled. And they also, you can see as, they, as they're running and running, they actually, like, flip up and around trees and such. They seem to have some type of affinity to, like, sticking to trees and that sort of thing. As they rush through the forest... Uh, you also see that they have many jagged teeth in those mouths. Who did they just pass? They're headed towards Yuturu. They haven't passed anyone yet. Just trying okay. to see if there's any way I could make any sort of illusion or masking spell, but there doesn't seem to be anything in the toolkit for that. I mean, at this point, if you're hidden, you might as well just stay hidden. I would well, uh, go ahead. Well, first of all, where is the skinning progress here, BLT? Has he finished? Uh, you'll know. Seconds. We don't have seconds. Well, after you finish saying whatever you were going to say, right? he's looking around. He's not going to be shouting things when there's a hunting party coming this <laughs> all way. All right. I'm going to hop out of my hole wearing the elves' clothes and uh, wave down the rampaging hunting party. Clothes or skin as well? Clothes. All right. Yuturu, you see them rapidly turn their lizards, uh, and they are incredibly nimble creatures, and they start heading towards BLT. And I want to drag the other clothed guard behind me. All right. Say, hey, guys, we just got attacked by a pack of weirdos. They went that way and point into the jungle away from us. All right. So all the only way that they're the only thing that they see is that creatures or the, the elf's clothes, right? You're like, you haven't disguised yourself in any other way. I'm wearing its clothes, yes. All right. Is there any way I could give him an advantage? Uh, you tell me how you might think to do that. Well, I've still got the conjuring thing for conjuring plot-related devices as needed at the cost of a story token. It's not been used for anything, but if you think there's anything that might work for this... I think my disguise is pretty bulletproof, Troy. I think I really need any help here. You always need help. <laughs> you could um, 
conjure like some footprints, like you could, you know, create some type of footprint pattern or something. Uh, don't need to flip a story token for that. That's like a blast spell right there. Yeah. My um, story token would be to reduce the difficulty and increase the range, since yeah. footprints are fairly shallow. I'm trying to think of what objects would help you. I can't think of an object that would necessarily help you. Um... All right. I have an idea here. We go with the footprints. In addition to that, I'm going to steal one of Chukork's like, filthy rags here. So I'm assuming he's got spares in his pack. And we're going to use that as the scent for the lizards. And send that <laughs> off on its merry way along the tracks that are being created. So let's go. What's our difficulties? All right. So blast for that. Uh, you're going to probably have, if you're making them go out a ways, I would say, say what do you think? Uh, four purple sound about right? Is there any chance I could take on more strain to lower the difficulty? Uh, you could spend a story point to upgrade one of your dice. I would do that. Alright. Has the story token already been moved down? So I saw one move uh, within the past two minutes. Uh, I was going to flip one to do something, but I have not done it yet, so... Alright, let's Lord. do my thing so you can then upend it with your flip. <laughs> All right, and we've got the base roll difficulty of four purple, and the boost is to just add a blue or upgrade uh, so a If you spend a story point, it changes a green to a yellow. So you'd take out one of your greens and add another yellow. Avoiding the fight is worth the risk. All right. Whew. The dice gods question this. I can't see anything. What is it? Two successes and a threat. All right. So one one success, right? Uh, he's got two there. There's got there's three X's. Those are those are fails, right? Uh, yes. And he's got four. Successes. It says now three successes and one threat. It's because somebody moved to die and I hit read again. So oh. <laughs> pay no attention oh. to that. So that's one success. I don't think we can negate the threat with a success. Yeah. You can't? Nope. Wait, is the X a threat or is the target a threat? The target is the threat. So and the X's are fails. Yeah. They negate successes. So yes. so you so create you've got the one path. success. 
so the que the question is that the path is created. Now the question is uh, whether or not the entire hunting party splits apart, or if magically one of the elves in the pit because becomes conscious. So I think what's going to probably happen here with the two successes. So we'll say that the path goes down. Three of the lizards break off and follow the path. You can hear one of them go, "We picked up a scent," and they start rushing off towards that scent. And the fourth one kind of reins up to kind of talk to its allies that uh, BLT is uh, impersonating right now. So the other lizard is continuing to head towards you, BLT bot. He's going to come talk to you guys. Okay. All right. So he gets within visual perception range. You still just have the clothes on? Yep. He uh, pulls up. You are pretty obviously not who he was expecting. Does he at least smell like who he's expecting? It definitely smells like the, the lizard is not agitated, but the, the elf on the back is does not is kind of taken aback by not expecting a construct. Damn, bro. Those guys came up out of the water, cast some kind of wackadoodle spell on me, and knocked this homo over the head with a stick. And then they took off running into the jungle. <laughs> Give me a deception check. I mean, you didn't uh, even mention the fact that you skinned him on top of that. Well, well, no, he didn't have time to skin him. He just stole the clothes. Okay, so while, while we're waiting for this roll, how... I'm stealing the clothes, I was... That's what I meant by skinning. <laughs> that's a very different so thing. Right. Murphy, I mean, not a robot. Murphy, did you watch Transformers this, this weekend? Because, Jesus. Oh, thank you. You guys probably should have questioned what the robot meant by skinning someone. <laughs> I don't normally wear clothes. All right, you give me a deception roll. Uh, give me a minute. Can, can we also roll for how much bullshit? Just came out of Murphy's <laughs> mouth. <laughs> no, I, mean, I was a hundred percent. This was my on my mind the entire time. I was you saying a hundred percent saying living skinless yes. like a Malaysian Asshole. movie. <laughs> yeah. I'm serious. You guys watched something that had to do with skinning. I I so wait, guarantee wait. it. <laughs> how how far away is the rest of the party from this one guy? Uh, they are now probably 50 to 60 yards. So still within visual distance. Yes. Although the vision is clouded as they are rapidly heading the other direction. Okay, down I, the path I, I, where you guys landed. I, let, let, I, I'll wait longer. Okay. All right. Go ahead and roll it up, Murph. Let's see how, uh, see how this works. Oh, he uh, immediately pulls his bow and points it at you. I do not know who you are, but Tatai would not speak like that. This really hurts, man. Does my face look all right? He, uh, he hops down from the lizard, his bow still drawn, kind of circling towards you. He sees all the traps having gone off. Tell me something that only Tatai would know.
I've got a birthmark on my left ass cheek. Arrow fires. <laughs> <laughs> Can I react to it at this point? Absolutely. Oh, at some point, I'm gonna just roll out of my hiding place, laughing my ass off. All right, so it is time for the jungle god treatment here. Or C-3PO, if you will. We are going with plan B. What'd you shoot me for? Troik is reacting, so Yatiru might do something before the arrow hits. Nope. I can take an arrow. I've got all kinds of the toughness. Hi, Hello. user. Hello. Are you doing all something... Right, I'm going to barrier and levitate him. Let's make it seem like he is the invincible, otherworldly thing. All right. Excellent. These people don't seem spooked by a construct, so now it is time to make them more spooked. He's wearing their friend's face. He's wearing his clothes. He didn't have time to wear his friend's face. It's fine. I would have time to skin him if I wanted to. Technically, you did. I just meant I wanted to take his clothes. All right, so what's the difficulty? Shit. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Kay. What's the difficulty, Uh, and is there anything I can do to make this more convincing, or shall we just go by the rules? uh, Let's see. So um, average difficulty for range, I would say. Um, I'm casting from presumably a little back from the edge of the tree platform out of the way. It's very convenient. Yeah. Nobody's bothered to look up. As per usual, nobody looks up. All right. So, yeah, I would say two for the range, and then uh, you want to do, like, a levitate thing. So that's probably a manipulative, oh, Levitate right? and barrier. I would have also liked to have made him glow, but there's that's such a minor fire thing that I don't know if that would count as a roll. Yeah. That, we can say, that can just be flavor. So I would say uh, two for that, one for manipulative, and then... You also wanted to do the barrier. So I would do one for barrier. Gate the arrow. Okay, so gate the arrow. Okay, yeah. So so this is like a point barrier rather than a buff to sustain him. It's kind of like a tidy barrier there, then gone again. I'd say four sounds good then. Oof. Oof. Should we just do a re-roll with five advantages? That's kind of in the land of... Hey, I can't see it. Okay, one failure, five advantages. Jesus Christ. I'm just re-rolling that. Okay. You fail, but you have five advantages. That sounds right. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Jesus Christ. First he has found their new god. Rejoice. Um, so all of a sudden, BLT bot, you feel yourself being lifted into the air. The arrow deflects wide uh, of you, um, and you're slightly levitating, and you hear the guy curse, uh, and he goes, a, a spirit lord, a spirit lord has come to see us. No. <laughs> this is the exact thing I worried about. I spent the week worrying about this shit. <laughs> now it's happened. 
three threats. I'll think about those. All right. So uh, BLT bot, you you hear this man uh, declare you as a spirit lord. Everybody else, this guy talks loud enough that you can hear him make this declaration. And eventually he uh, he like repeats it loud so that his compadres can hear as well. You know any turtles that sell soup? Turtle? Yes. Blessed are the soup makers. We have Take a turtle me in the to village. your soup makers. Uh, he, the other three lizards do almost immediate like 360s or 180s and come rushing back to the area. Um, they are amazed at this floating construct and the declaration that this is a spirit lord. And um, as they kind of get down, he wishes to see the soup maker. The soup maker. The soup maker. What do the rest of you guys do? Alistair is still hiding way the fuck away at this point with Brutus, watching very cautiously from a distance. Follow us, spirit lord. We shall take you to the tree traps. All right, sounds good. This whole disguise thing worked a treat. All right, and with that, Chiru is going to slowly lower BLT back to the ground so he may stride in superior fashion among the locals. And Chiru will not have to maintain the spell anymore so he can actually go and hide. All right, so the lizards, uh, the, the the party gets off their lizards and walk down and around in a protective barrier around BLT-Bot uh, towards the southwest from where you guys are currently at. So are you guys going to follow at a distance? Are you going to wait behind? What do you want to do? I, th- I think that the group should, should, once they have gotten sufficiently down the path, everyone should get back together real quick. Sybil crawls out of her hiding space as the BTL group walks down the path towards the... You guys are going towards the town, right? Well, no, they're going to the village. Okay, to the I decided village. village and port would be our two distinctions, so we wouldn't mix those two up. To be clear, okay. they're heading southwest towards what you would see on the map as the treetop outpost. This is different than the northwest, which would be the Palisade Village. Ehrlich right. would so, um, poof himself back down to the ground. So, so uh, Brutus comes uh, coming back to Ehrlich now that he sees him back down on the ground, but Alistair is still nowhere to be seen. The other two to the north of us want to uh, group back up with us? Ehrlich would look around for Yutiru a moment, and Alistair. Yutiru is just going to hop down. It's the hell with gravity. Wait, okay, so what happened to the elves in the pit? Are they still knocked out in the bottom of the pit? There's one still knocked out down there, which we'll have to deal with. He is now naked well, and possibly afraid. Out, I thought. BLT pulled the other one up. Ah, right, right. So they would have carried him off as well. It's 
So we're standing next to a pit that has a naked elf in it. No. Oh, yeah. He's still there. Y- you're gone. Just just go and be gone. <laughs> Shut up. I'm, I'm sorry. Sybil at this point is so speechless by what just happened that she doesn't know what to say or what to do. She She's just... This is new to her, and this is some crazy shit. Er, Ehrlich would just pose the question, how did we get here? What is going on? What? Who, who let the, the BLT bot take control of the narrative? Why, why is there a naked I have the highest leadership skill. Normally Irv would have the narrative, but he's not here right now. Do do we go... Do... Do... do, do do we go help the robot, or do we go go to the go to the village? Now, the village is somewhere there. The port is about twenty hours as the crow fries. Yes, but perhaps with I mean, Alistair's help, you may get through the jungle faster than the nine hours it would probably take otherwise. At this point, as much as I hate splitting the party, it. Maybe best if I follow BLT and you all go to the port and get our objective done. Sybil agrees with that. Maybe we should leave the almighty cult leader to his people. Where's Chukorg? Chukorg is just kind of hanging around, just waiting for the rest of the group to do stuff. Presumably he's snacking on the rations of the two. Wouldn't Chukorg have gone with BLT? Like, I feel like he would have. Yeah. I feel like Chukort <laughs> he probably would have been wearing the other fucking elves' clothes. Absolutely, <laughs> he would have recognized BLT's. Wait, 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 wait. Can, can we can we just say narratively and maybe burn a story token if we need to that Chukort actually managed to properly deceive everybody by being the other elf and actually there are both elves naked at the bottom <laughs> of the pit. I yes. think that's perfectly fine. I'm willing to burn a story token for that. He's going to bring you the master of disguise. <laughs> I currently, feel sorry for him for when he comes back. We're standing <laughs> next to a pit full of naked elves. Um, yeah. <laughs> so Al- Alistair now comes out <laughs> out of the brush now that, that BLT is sufficiently far away. Looks down the pit and says, "Huh, they're still alive." <laughs> they are. Oh no! We that can't. Drew walks over, looks down to the pit. We can't keep. We. we... God. Uh, Sybil interrupts him and says, "We can't keep witnesses around. Let me sleep." No. 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 Alistair says, wake him up! I Sybil votes that we uh, slit these guys' throats and put them out of their godforsaken misery. Oh. Alistair, Alistair jumps down into the pit and with the rope that he was using to dangle them before is now hog-tying them and gagging these guys. And he proceeds to very gingerly throw them outside of the pit. Why are we doing this? Let's just cut them loose. They'll go back no! to the village. 
as you hear Alistair echo in the pit very loudly and objectively. Thunderlight, why no? We still need answers. We will get back at the town. And no, not with these at two them running now. around. We will not. Those We're not killing start... them. What I'm do not... you suggest that we do with them? Because they go back to town and tell everybody who the robot really is. Them. It is unlikely that they will be able to fully reveal that with what we have given them as information and what their friends have seen as information. It is safe to say BLT is now fully considered a spirit, and as long as someone is following him and making it look as such, it will work. That is why I wish to go and follow BLT to keep him safe there, get the information, and get us both back to the port with the rest of you at a later time. Then you should get going. Itiru, there is so much more good you could do helping us and letting the two of them lead a religious war of natives off on some grand crusade. Let let Itiru try to do some damage control. We'll take these two, head towards the port, and we can interrogate them along the way. Not murder them, interrogate them. And if need be, maybe kabonk them one more time and not and let them find their own way back because they haven't really been conscious enough to know who the hell we are or why we're here. The only if the ones elf they have seen them, is BLT. If the elf kills them or you start beating on them, I'm going back to the boat. I'm just I'm gonna go back to the boat. I'm looking to beat on them, just looking to ask questions. I'm just gonna go sit in the boat and read my book and eat soup, and... Uh... Well, they so, the two Alistair, are Erlick would, would mutter angrily and just start walking down the path in the direction... in a direction Then he would turn around and look at Yatira. Which Which way is it to the village, to the port, to the thing? This is a good point to ask. Are there multiple paths leading out from here to have been trapped? Is this a crossroads at the trap tree? Uh, it is not a crossroads. However, you do know generally if you go back out to the beach, you can just follow the beach around to the uh, to the town. No problem. Okay, right. so I would recommend that you go back to the beach, head along the coast, and make it there without encountering any of the other strange things in this jungle. Or though we thought that there would be minor things out here, talking lizards is. Spirit worshipping locals and other such things suggests that there may be worse in these woods. I'm just going to say, I want it noted for the record, this is a terrible idea. Have a good day. And Ehrlich would start walking back towards the beach. Alistair kind of uh, taps uh, Sybil on the shoulder. Not like taps, but like, like pats on her and then gesticulates towards Ehrlich and be like, you should do something about this because you're pissing him off. <laughs> okay. I promise that I won't kill him, but I'm not going to be responsible when these two run off and tell everybody everything that they know about the knuckleheads that keep knocking they them don't, out. They do not know about any of the rest of us. They only know about BLT. Oh. 
All right, and and on that note, Alistair realizes that he hasn't blindfolded these elves, and he proceeds to do so, and right. grabs either hog tie and starts walking towards the beach. All right, as the group splits, uh, we join uh, Ichiru catching up with BLT bots and the party heading towards the treetop outposts. Uh, they lead you around to many traps and other things, uh, BLT bot. And as you kind of get towards the outpost, you start to see uh, a clearing of about 500 yards. And then beyond that clearing, you see a bunch of almost like treehouse-style connections set up inside these trees that are right beyond this 500-yard clearing. You can see that they are well-established. There's actually ballistas on some of these treetop setups and such. Uh, And as the party gets to the edge of the clearing, you hear them yell out one of their uh, chants, and then uh, they start walking in uh, to this treetop area, and they actually, you see lifts being lowered on ropes uh, down so that you can basically climb onto one of these lifts to get up into the treetop area. All right, and Yatiru will be following them with, by Blink teleporting his way across the canopy, out of sight and out of mind. So it's best not to deal with the jungle below in a land where everybody doesn't look up. <laughs> uh, you see a lot of different uh, fauna and creatures as you blink through the top area. There's a lot of different uh, creatures you've never seen before appear, Yatiru. Haven't necessarily noticed uh, in any of the books that you've read. So this is very strange and very uh, alien fauna. Is there any sensations of spirits in the area? Yes, absolutely. Uh, There are many, many, many spirits, and many that you would say have bonded with some of the natural beasts as you kind of blink through. Uh, You notice that that some spirits seem to tend to gravitate towards some species, of like especially birds. and some t- seem to be like co-inhabiting and coinciding, and there are definitely spirits as well. Tiru is very concerned about this, but with nobody to talk to, he keeps it to himself. All right. Spirit Lord, they address BLT, but tell us, where from where do you come? The Great Bubble. A great bubble. And are you here to repel the invaders? Yep, that's it. Ah, very good. We are glad to hear that our prayers have been answered. Where are those invaders at? They come to us from the north. And as they kind of lead you further in, you notice that there's a a very eclectic mix of people here. Um, but you notice as you start, as they start to raise up the platform that you guys are on, it's a pretty decent sized platform. It's probably 30 foot by 30 foot. And they raise it up. You see a couple of them cranking on it. And you get up to the top level, and it is a multi level uh, treetop structure area. It probably goes at least a mile, uh, as far as you can see, in all sorts of different sections and everything. And you can see that. Uh, the wood is just, it's all immaculately kept up and taken care of in this 
treetop village area. What do these invaders look like? Oh, they look like any of us, but with their crazy metal armor and their desire to get to the temple. What's in the temple? Oh, perhaps we should take you there, Spirit Lord. Is that something you would wish to see? Perhaps commune? It's about me, right? If you are a spirit lord, then you would, of course, meet the other spirit lords there, of course. Oh, good, yeah. That's what we want to see, then. Ah, yes, uh, we can uh, take you... Uh, the boys, I call them. I, I call them the boys. You know, gotta go kick it with the boys in the temple. They get a slightly concerned look on their face, but they uh, nod, uh, not knowing the language and the lingo of spirit lords. Sorry if it's a little advanced for you to understand. And then I want to pat him on the head. He takes the patting calmly and then uh, says, Do you wish to go yet this evening, or would you wait for sunlight to go? Time's a-wasting. Do you want to be murdered in your sleep by these weird invader folk? Uh, of course not. Of course not, Spirit Lord. Uh, give us just a moment to confer with the chief and then... I refill the packs of the lizards. And as you kind of ascend, you hear gasps as people start seeing um, you kind of coming up. uh, And then whispers start going out about a spirit lord being in the village as the head of the little party that you were with takes off towards what is probably one of the bigger buildings in the treetop fortress. Uh, Yatiro, are you going to blink up into the trees, or are you going to be staying ground level? Or? I don't really know how their village works here, so I guess narratively that's up to you. My goal is to keep within general range of BLT here. I've already lost track of Chukork, who has gone somewhere. Unless he's still tagging along. Where is Chukork at? You can say he's hanging out with BLT. Um hobnobbing and uh, telling about how great he is right next to BLT. Alright, then Tiru is going to be cautious about this and like to attempt another spell if it's possible. Yep. Alright, so the goal here is to manipulate a blade of grass or a clipping of foliage, and, like, analogous of a blade of grass. And to manipulate this over to BLT, and to use it as a means of hearing at a distance through the vibrations of the grass against the manipulation. This is complex and messy, so how would you want to go about it? (laughs) This is like an arcane workaround for not having primal. Yeah, yeah. Um, Wait, 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 why don't you just use telephone cups? (laughs) <laughs> range lack of string we shall uh, discuss that between sessions what that role should be let's flip over to narratively to the other group we'll say that you do some variation of that for now uh, we'll flip over to the other group uh, you guys are on the beach walking around um, 
they're gonna feel they're, you're gonna feel the first stirrings of the hogtied blindfolded elves as you're trundling up the beach, uh, about probably halfway to the northern uh, palisade slash village. Ah, they're finally coming about. So Alistair, Alistair turns to uh, uh, Ehrlich and says, I have a proposition. Ehrlich's in a foul mood, but he would look at Alistair and just kind of motion, like, go ahead. We're on a beach. There's sand. Let's bury them in the sand. Of course, neck above the ground. He would have looked at him when he said bury them in the sand, just kind of like waiting for that part, so that's good. And then we can proceed to question them. Let's let's just tell them that we found them naked and whole. They didn't see us. It'd be the easiest way to proceed. Sure. All right. So... Ehrlich would, would point his staff down and try to use magic to kind of carve a divot out of the sand big enough for two people to be stuck in. Sybil, would you assist with this? Yeah. Let's say that I, especially in that magic that you're trying to pull. Yeah. 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 Ehrlich's just using arcane. It's just like, is, is, angry, frustrated swipe of magic to, like, blow a load of sand in a vaguely whole shape. <laughs> yeah, Sybil waves her hand doing the, the same to to help him make an outline in, in the sand for the dudes to be uh, thrown into. Do I need so- to roll for this guy? No, no. So you, you do the initial blast, right, uh, Ehrlich? And uh, you make a huge thing, and then you see Sybil kind of using her more delicate magic to kind of form it more back into the shape of what would fit the people. Make sure out of anger that he doesn't bury them alive. <laughs> Alistair begins placing them one by one, still hogtied, still blindfolded, and still gagged. And... And he put he puts them and starts burying them uh, again below the sand above the shoulders, but like their chin is touching the ground. So like they they don't they can't really wiggle their neck much either. All right, interrogation set up. Well, no, not quite yet. So Alistair goes the extra mile and begins digging a small trench towards the ocean. And stops halfway, and and kind of builds like a little moat to gather ocean water, and then digs the rest of the way so that way he has like a pool of water that he can always dig deeper to kind of go towards these guys to make them freak out because they're still blindfolded; they have no idea where the fuck they are. All right, Sybil. To add to some of that, decides that she's going to get creative and cast a little bit of primal magic, seeing a small nerf shark nearby and decides that she's going to move it into the pool of water in which he has you just conjure one. What's the fun in that? Alright. 
So as you guys get ready to do your interrogation, and as the village hears the news of the Spirit Lord and people start gathering en masse, I think that is a good spot for to leave it for tonight. Sounds good to me.